Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I am Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask you to um, allow us to understand what you're trying to say to us in this devotion and help us apply it to our lives daily. Father God, we welcome the Holy Spirit onto this podcast. Holy Spirit, pour out wisdom and knowledge unto us. We ask, Father God, that you give the increase, I get the decrease. We ask you to give me the words to say in the utterance of how you want me to explain this, Father God. Father God, help me to do this in the spirit and not in the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name. And Father God, also bless the ones that are hearing it, bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the verse today is Samuel 23 and 2. The Spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. Subject, Holy Spirit, speak through me. Christian truth, so I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm relying on God. God is with me. Jesus loves me. I'm better in Jesus. From time to time, we'll encounter situations where we don't know what to say. Or we don't want to say the wrong thing. Sometimes we know exactly what we want to say, but we want a little bit of salt added to it so that we will ask, so we will ask the Holy Spirit to please help me to say this or that. I've done this many times where I find myself in a in a pickle and I say, Holy Spirit, you do the talking. I do not want to mess this up, please, because I know myself that I know if I say it the way I want, it might hurt someone's feelings. And I know some people say, Oh, it's okay, just say it, say it the way you want. But we never want to be harsh with our words. So we seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I can remember plenty of times the Holy Spirit would give me what to say. And I asked him if he could speak for me because I did not want to hurt any, anyone's feelings or say it in a way that you won't, you are, you won't, you are intending it to. But we, but he speaks for me. I, I don't try to go back and put my spin on it. I leave it where it is. We must allow the Holy Spirit to speak when we are too afraid to say it or we don't know what to say. That's why they say he will guide us into all truth. In the verse today, David even recognizes that his words had the spirit of the Lord behind it. We can listen to any teacher, any preacher teach us, but whoever they are, they are speaking the truth of God. The spirit is using them. We can elevate a man or a woman of God. We must always elevate God in everything because the moment we start elevating a regular person above, excuse me, above my God, we are placing more power into mere men. And we can't do that, friends. Hebrews 3, 7 through 8 says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear the voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the heart in the wilderness. This verse tells us not to harden our hearts when the Holy Spirit is trying to correct us about the things that are going on in our lives. A lot of us like to deny or sugarcoat what we are doing to bring us comfort. But when the Holy Spirit tells us to stop, we must do it. We can't harden our heart like the Israelites. We find ourselves in the same place that we were wandering around the desert for 40 years because of disobedience. The Holy Spirit can speak to us in many ways, but it's up to us to listen and to allow his words to marinate in us and to transform us into people with integrity and morals. It's not too late to turn around and hear him when he speaks. Matthew 10 and 24, it would not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Jesus is telling his disciples, and he is telling us today, don't worry about what to say when you have to witness or when you have to speak the truth. It's not you who will be speaking. It will be the Holy Spirit. 
that he that we must give ourselves over to him and allow him to work through us. As long as we are pulling away from him and ignoring his voice on small things, he won't be able to speak through us. But when we give our body to him and our lives in in him, we will treat we will treat our bodies like we're supposed to and live a righteous and holy life. The Holy Spirit will use us and he will be able to speak through us today. Do not get confused of of are confused or full of fear, allow his word to dwell in you. Allow his spirit to live in you so that you may be used by him at all times. When we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, we are allowing him to have his way. And that's what we must do is allow him to have his way in our lives at all times. The greatest part about letting the Holy Spirit speak for us and through us, we would never be outside of his will for our lives. It's no doubt or anything we when we give him permission to be active in it today, if you need to say something to someone, don't fear, ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you and for you. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We ask you to give us peace in, in our lives. Lord, we thank you for the mercy and grace you have shown us. We ask that every day you speak for us and guide us to what we what, what you want us to say and do. Lord, we ask that you forgive us and purify our heart and minds today. We desire to be a living sacrifice for you. Whatever we do that's not of you, please show us. Lord, we ask that every situation we have that you fix it. We ask that you continue to use us for your will and not ours in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is Holy Spirit speak through me. Now, I have found myself where when I begin to teach, um, I ask the Holy Spirit. I, I've been doing it, but I've been doing it now lately on the podcast because I have to be a re- representative of what we're supposed to do. Um, and I want to show that when I'm teaching everyone. And one of the things that we have to learn is we cannot be the captain of our ship. God must be. We might want to say things and do things. I might want to say things and do things on on this podcast, but this podcast was created by the Holy Spirit. And I can't say and do whatever I want. I must ask him, hey, is this what you want me to do? And he will tell me, no, this is not what I want you, you to do. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to say. This is what I want you to teach on. Everything that I teach on comes from the Holy Spirit. I give him the increase and I take the decrease because I want to be used by him. And that's what we must do every time is to be used by him. Even Peter, he had situations where he had to speak and people seen that he was just a regular guy, regular Joe, ordinary man, not taught, not went, he didn't go to school. He wasn't, there's no special training him. They knew that he was being used by the spirit because the way he spoke, he spoke with authority and boldness. That's why every day on the on 12, uh, on the noonday prayer, I, I have us to pray God to, um, to, to give us wisdom and knowledge. I ask God to give us boldness because when we teach, when we preach, when we evangelize, we need to be bold. We, we, we can't be weak. We can't be second guessing what we have studied. We must be bold in Christ. And also another way to be bold is always surrendering ourselves with to God. That's another way to be used by the Holy Spirit is when we surrender. He's not going to use us if we're always being hardened hearts. Um, it was a verse that we studied. It says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as the rebellion in, in the day of testing in the wilderness. Those people hardened their heart every time he spoke. He told them not to do, do something and they literally go out and do it. 
He told them to leave the idols alone. They went and and and, and dwelled amongst people that 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 worship other idols. He told them not to mingle with those people. They went and partied with those people. They did the complete opposite, and we don't want to do that because when we start doing that, we ignore the voice of God. We ignore Him, and our heart becomes hardened. And we don't want to do that. We want to have a contrite heart. When God speaks to us, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, and he tells us, hey, I need you to stop doing this. It don't need to be a question in our mind where we say, well, I want to do it this way. It doesn't matter what we want to do when we're children of God. We must be obedient to the Father. We are his children. Just like a, a child with their parent, and the parent says, no, you can't do something, doesn't mean we go out and do it. I remember one time my, my mom took me to this place at, is right before Christmas and everybody had these homemade stuff. And I bought a slingshot. And I guess she didn't see me buy this slingshot because she gave um, my twin and I $5. And so I went to the counter. I immediately saw the slingshot. I ran to the counter, paid for it. And I probably knew in my heart that it's supposed to have that slingshot. So I go outside with it and I show my twin. We just think it's the coolest thing. And we're sitting out there laughing and giggling. So I get home. I have it. I bring it to the kitchen table, lay it on the kitchen table while I'm eating. And she's like, what is this? I said, it's a slingshot. And um, she's like, no, you can't have this. I'm like, but I bought it with my money. She's like, you bought it with the money I gave you and I'm taking it up. So she put it in her room. I could have easily went in that room, took it, put it in my room. But I was obedient and I didn't touch it. Still to this day, I don't know what she did with that slingshot, but I would like it back. <laughs> but no, I'm being funny. When God takes something away, when God tells us no about something, he's going to replace it with something good. What my mom did was the next day, she took us to Walmart. She let me buy something off the shelf. Wasn't as good as the slingshot, but hey, it, it was something. God is going to always take something away from us and replace it with something better or something of equal. And so now he will take it away and tell you, I told you no. It just depends on what the situation is. But we must depend on him and walk in that authority and, and listen for the Holy Spirit when he speaks. I probably knew that, that I wasn't supposed to have that slingshot because my parents didn't allow weapons in the house. You get what I'm saying? They didn't allow aggressive talk and, and all this other jazz. They didn't allow it in their home. So why would I think they would let me have a slingshot, right? We know what the word of God tells us to do. We know what we shouldn't be doing. And when we do these things and he takes it away or he says, no, we can't be surprised because it says it in the word of God. It says it not to do this or he told you not to do that. We all have guidelines in our life that we must do. Even when we're at a job, we can't do certain things. We can't speak a certain way. We can't wear certain clothes, right? So that's just like our Christian life. We have guidelines we must follow. And when the Holy Spirit tells us no, we must listen. That's how you grow in hearing him. That's how you hear people, even including myself, you hear, hear me say, well, I was sitting and I heard the spirit of God talk to me or the spirit of God gave me this vision. The spirit of God gave me that vision because I always try to not do what he tells me not to do. Now, I'm not saying I get it right all the time. And anyone that tells you they get it right all the time, run from them, run. <laughs> but when God tells us not to do something, we must do it. He, he, we must listen to him. And that's how we grow in him. That's how our, his voice gets louder to us. Or as we're reading, we might see him point out something. I remember, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I, it came, everything came to a, a stopping point with the devotionals and that had never happened. I've been writing for almost three to four years. And, and I said, God I said, why am I not getting any more topics or anything from you? 
He said, I gave them to you, Lou. You wrote them down and left them on sticky. I said, on well, sticky note? And mind you if, you, if you ever see my room, I have sticky notes everywhere of things that he have written. And I knew exactly where I laid that sticky. He's like, I can't give you or pour into you anymore until you pour this out. And I sat there for about two hours typing, writing, looking up, studying, because he gave it to me. I just forgot. Sometimes God knows that we forget. Sometimes God knows he sees our heart. We don't have to be so tightly wound and say, oh, he's going to get mad at this. He's going to get mad at that. No, God knows we are humans. He knows we're going to forget. He knew I was going to forget that sticky note. And he was very calm, very kind. He wasn't, uh, he didn't sound like he was going to throw down um, brimstones on me. He was very calm. He said, I gave it to you. You, you wrote it on sticky. I'm like, where? And so immediately my mind went to where it was. God gives us opportunity to fix whatever it is, be it good or bad. He gives us opportunity, but we must be the ones to surrender to him. Another verse we looked at is Matthew 10 and 20, for it would not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. This is what anything, when you surrender yourself every morning to God, and I tell people that every morning, surrender yourself. Some people feel like, I already surrendered myself one time when I gave myself to him. So why do I have to do it again? I do it every day because I never wanted to be where I have changed. My mind have changed or my heart have changed. I always want to be in alignment with God. And that's what we must do, be in alignment with God. And when we're in alignment, we can hear him speak to us. When we step out of his will, we're not going to be able to hear the Holy Spirit speak. Because we have stepped out of the will of God, especially if he had told us multiple times. But if you have stepped out of there, this is the first time you stepped out of his will and he have, he haven't spoken to you on this particular topic, you're going to hear him say, hey, you're, you're stepping out of my will. Um, Do you want to talk or what, what's going on? It's however he does it. He, he has a special relationship with everyone. My relationship is not going to look like yours and yours is not going to look, look like mine. And you can't base your relationship on what I do and vice versa. We all are on different um, levels. And it doesn't mean I'm on a greater one because I'm a prophetess. It doesn't mean someone else is on a greater one because they're apostle or deacon. No, it just means this person put in more time or this person might've done more or less. It doesn't matter really. We really shouldn't be sitting around pointing out who's on this level, who's on that level. We shouldn't. We should be focused on what level I'm on. What am I doing? Am I doing a hundred percent that he's asking me to do? Because if we sit around and we point out what this person has, what gifts this person has, or what this person is doing, what this person is not doing, we are losing focus on us. Because when God comes back and he judges us, he's not going to sit there and say, well, did you take a um, a good view at Prophetess Lou's life? Or Prophetess Lou, did you take a good look at Bob's life? No. He like, did you look at your life? Did you focus on what you're doing in your life? Because when we start looking at other people's lives, we start being jealous. We start coveting. And these are things we cannot allow. Because when we allow the spirit of jealousy, he brings other friends, bitterness and anger. Okay. Back to the subject at hand. I just wanted to make that quick um, word uh, where the Holy Spirit wanted me to say that. Okay. So one of the verses that we're going to look at is Luke 12 and 12. Okay. If you have your Bible, go to Luke 12 and 12. Okay, Luke 12 and 12 in the NIV, for the Holy Spirit would teach you in that very hour what to ought to say. In the NLT, it says, for the Holy Spirit would teach you at the time what needs to be said. 
right here, the, the whole the Jesus is talking to them about uh, the warning against hypocrisy. Uh, the scripture above, he says, and when you are brought to trial in the synagogues before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say. And it goes on to twelve. For the Holy Spirit would teach you what to say and what you need, what you what needs to be said. See, Jesus knew that Peter would be tested. He knew John would be tested. He knew different disciples would be tested in front of different people when he leaves. And he was telling them, "Don't worry. Don't 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 be afraid. The Holy Spirit will be there to tell you what to say." But these men knew they had to be vessels of God. And when we be vessels of God, we must be pure and clean. A lot of us need to watch what we listen to, watch what we watch, because some of these shows, and I must say, um, I was watching, um, what was it, College Hill, it was on Netflix, and man, the stuff that was on there, I had to actually stop watching it, because I, I, I like watching reality TV shows, if you know me, I love reality TV shows, but some reality TV shows push it, and I'm like, no, you can't allow all this stuff in front of your eyes because then you wonder, oh, how does this feel or what does this taste like or what did this, uh, the you know, vice versa or whatever. You, you, your mind gets to wondering because you're made of the flesh and you're, you get curious and you don't want to put nothing in front of you that's going to make you curious because when you become curious, so thoughts come, you become unpure. You see, it's a chain reaction. So we must be careful. So I stopped watching College You. I turned on another show. I watched the think of the Squid Games. I didn't watch all of it because I got to doing other things. But my point is, be careful what you watch. Yeah, it, it might be nice to be able to watch certain reality TV shows. Yes, it might be nice to listen to new Drake's new album or this person's new album or whoever. But you must be careful listening to these words. Even look, even look for an alternative if you want to listen to someone's lyrics. Or someone's music look for the clean version look for the radio version because you don't want to place things in your ears that's going to cause you to think later you might say oh i'm strong enough it's that's not going to bother me i'm talking about smoking and drinking no it might not bother you now but the seeds been planted and only you need is someone to come by and water it and you're like oh well drake smokes drake drinks i like drake well what about do you like god do you like jesus did jesus drink did jesus smoke no and a lot of people like to use the, the illustration, well, he created wine. Yeah, that was because his mother asked him to. That was his first miracle. Doesn't It didn't say anything in there that he drank. So we cannot use that as a verse that he drinks. But we must be careful and use Jesus as an example. Did he smoke? Did he drink? Did he, did he get upset? Did he, got, he got a righteous upsetness. He was righteously upset. But he wasn't never angry. He, he never was ugly to no one. He never called anyone out their name. We need to use Jesus as a basis, an example of how to be clean so we could be used as vessels for God. Because as long as our vessels are dirty, as long as our temple is dirty, we're not going to be used. Okay? If you want to walk in the calling that God has for you, you must start doing some some make a checklist and look at it and see what are you doing in your life that's causing you to not be clean and pure because he's not going to pour into a dirty vessel he's just not going to let's look at another verse um let's look at matthew 10 and 20. if you have your bible go to matthew 10 and 20. now i know a lot of people don't like hearing that a lot of people are very charismatic nowadays they they want to do what they want to do they want to watch what they want to watch and 
you could do whatever you like, but the word says that he's looking for pure vessels. The word says that we have to have a pure heart. And in order to have a pure heart, we must be careful what we pour into it. I remember when I first started off, I, I wanted to be used so so greatly, but I like I like reading um mangas, mangas. And I was reading a bunch of mangas plus reading my Bible and I asked the Holy Spirit, said, Holy Spirit, I want to grow. He said, Well, you need to read stuff and look at stuff that's gonna cause you to grow. And I said, What do you mean? He said, You spend most of the time, half your time reading mangas. He said, put the mangas down, pick up some some Christian-like books. Pick up the word more. He said, you need to read things that are going to advance that. And I was like, okay. So I started setting down the mangas. I picked up more Christian books. I, I like reading uh, Charles Spurgeon, um, T.D. Jakes, uh, uh, Derek Prince, I think that's his name. And so I started reading more books like that. And when I did, it, it started teaching me different things. It started opening me up. It started opening my eyes up to see. I start picking up the word more than the mangas. I, I laid down the mangas and picked up my word more. I, I started um, meditating on different verses. I started doing things to have the Holy Spirit, to activate the Holy Spirit in me more, to pour into me more. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to pour. But if our cups are dirty, if we are spending more time into things that are going to pull us away, how is he going to do that? We must always do things that is going to make us pure and expand the knowledge and wisdom that's in us. Okay. Let's look at this last verse and I'm going to call it a day. Um, Matthew 10 and 20 in the NIV it says, for it's not you who speaks, but it's the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Um, 10 and 20. It says, for it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. Again, it says, uh, let's look at verse 19. It says, when you are rested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It is the spirit of the father speaking through you. He says, do not worry about how to respond or what to say. When we are clean vessels and we're hearing from God and we're hearing, we're hearing the Holy Spirit speak, he will give us the exact words. And after he gets you spinning, do after he gets you speaking to us, do not put your spit on it. Do not say, well, I wanted to add a touch of me. No, we never add a touch of ourselves because what we say is probably not going to be right. I have learned that as well. Do not sit there and say, I'm going to say what the spirit says. And when the spirit gets through and you know what he leaves because you can tell. And then you start saying what you want to say. That's when it will cause a problem. We always want to be led by him and let him do it and be quiet. Okay. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Today's topic was Holy Spirit speak through me. Remember, you can find the memory verse and verse of the day, further reading in the link to the, um, the devotional at the bottom of the podcast. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow on any major platforms. Remember to share with a family member or friend. And remember to also share on your social media if you can. Have a blessed day. Thank you.